Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It was the press conference that people across Indiana and many people across the country who've been following this story were waiting for an arrest in the murder of 13-year-old Abby Williams and 14-year-old Libby German. A press conference that has been five years in the making. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. The arrest was known on Friday, but they waited until today to have the press conference. If you missed it, I want to share some parts of it with you, specifically a very emotional uh, Doug Carter, superintendent of the Indiana State Police. Always been nice to me, always been nice uh, to the show. Definitely emotional. I want you to hear uh, the press uh, conference. We're going to get in uh, to this uh, with uh, our uh, WIBC news team has been following the story for years, the ups and the downs of this investigation, the changes to the investigation, the levels of frustration, and what this day means, not only for Indiana State Police, Carroll County uh, Sheriff and prosecutors there, but for the Williams and German family as well. We, we start with the commentary from the superintendent of the Indiana State Police, Doug Carter. Seldom do I have prepared remarks, but today is different because I do not want there there to be any confusion or ambiguity with what I will say. Today is not a day to celebrate, but the arrest of Richard M. Allen of Delphi on two counts of murder is sure a major step in leading to the conclusion of this long-term and complex investigation. First, I'd like to speak directly to Anna, Mike, Becky, Kelsey, your extended families, along with the entire Delphi community that certainly has grown and now includes our nation and even many countries around the world. I am proud to report to you that today Actually, last Friday was the day, and an arrest has been made. Thanks to literally hundreds of media outlets that have been steadfast in reporting and keeping the memories of Abby and Libby front and center. Many of you in the room have developed relationships with me personally, and you know I always have a personal perspective, and today's no different. But from a very personal perspective, you have provided, you all have provided inspiration and support, even while oftentimes frustrated with us and me. You continue, but you continue to encourage the efforts, and you too believe that one day we would all be here participating and sharing this news. To the entire law enforcement community, which includes all local, state, and federal agencies, which are far too many to specifically mention today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are going to continue a very methodical and committed approach to ensure that if any other person had any involvement in these murders in any way, 
that person or persons will be held accountable. Since the murders of Abby and Libby, 2,086 days ago, the daily investigative team has worked tirelessly and is certainly worthy of mention today. Specifically, Sheriff Lindsenby, the Sheriff of Carroll County, Detectives Tony Liggett, Detective retired Kevin Hammond, former Delphi Chief and now the Prosecutor's Investigator Steve Mullins, State Police First Sergeant Jerry Holman, Detectives Jay Harper, Dave Vito, and Brian Harshman, along with members of the United States Marshal Service, specifically Agent Jeremy Clinton and Agent Bill Colfers. With them today is Dan McLean, the U.S. Marshal, appointed U.S. Marshal. Our state police analyst, our scientist from many different disciplines within our laboratory division, Mrs. Kathy Shank, for your incredible dedication to detail and to so many others that I know I've missed. I really believe that Abby and Libby would be proud of you for standing strong, even in the face of immense pressure and perpetual criticism. Some of these individuals have postponed retirement, passed on promotional opportunity, have dedicated personal time away from their families, given up nights, weekends, and holidays, all while in the pursuit of accountability for Abby and Libby. I know that today's announcement will not diminish your resolve, and I hope you have found just a bit of peace in this most complicated world. This is really important. While I know you are all expecting final details today concerning this arrest, today is not that day. Today is not that day. This investigation is far from complete, and we will not jeopardize its integrity by releasing or discussing documents or information before the appropriate time. Prosecutor Nick McClellan, of course, will share additional information about what we can and cannot say, and also explain to you why the probable cause affidavit is temporarily sealed by the court and not available. And by the way, he has been a tremendous tremendous asset to this team. Superintendent Carter went on uh, discussing how there might be further developments. They're going to be looking to see if this guy worked with, with anybody. Uh, there might be more details coming out. Can't share everything right now. But certainly, as I stated, emotional. Because I think this thing has really taken a toll on him, taken a toll on the people who did uh, the investigating. After uh, the superintendent, uh, Doug Carter, spoke, uh, Sheriff Lesenby uh, spoke, uh, sheriff, uh, sheriff, I should say, uh, of Carroll County. I believe in a God of justice and righteousness. Today, I believe that same God has provided us with justice for Abby and Libby. As Sheriff of Carroll County, Indiana, I want to publicly and sincerely thank each individual who played a role in helping us during this five and a half year investigation. 
whether it was in an investigative capacity, providing tips, cards or letters of suggestions or encouragement, phone calls, and thousands of other countless ways of communicating. I earnestly thank those who prayed for this moment in time. We now move forward through the Indiana criminal justice system, allowing the system to provide its due diligence and process in providing that justice which is owed Abby and Libby, their families, and this community. Thank you. Next up was Nicholas McClelland, prosecutor of Carroll County with some reminders about where this case is and what happens next. There are many dates in a lifetime that you're gonna remember. Date your children are born, the date you're married, the date you buy a first house, the date Abby and Libby went missing. One of those dates was last Friday, October 28, 2022. At that time, we had gathered evidence to formulate a PC that we submitted to the court, and the judge did find probable cause for an arrest of Richard Allen. He's been charged with two counts of murder for the murder of Abigail Williams and Liberty German. This investigation is still very ongoing. We're keeping the tip line open, the tip email open. We encourage everybody to continue to call in tips, not only about Richard Allen, but about any other person that you may have. For that reason and for the nature of this case, the probable cause and the charging information has been sealed by the court. I've been very clear to everybody that per the court order, we cannot talk about the evidence that's in the probable cause or the evidence that's in the charging information. That will become evident to you at some point, and it will be released, but right now is not that day. Today's about Abby and Libby, focusing on them. Mr. Allen has had his initial hearing. He's in a preliminary plea of not guilty. The matter's been set for a pretrial on January 13th at 9 a.m., 2023, and a trial date of March 20th, 2023 at 9 a.m. He is presumed innocent. We will have an opportunity and day in court when we can present the evidence that we have against him. But until that day, he is presumed innocent. I want to open up to a few limited questions from the audience. But again, keep in mind, we are not going to talk about the evidence that we have in this case or about the charging information. We cannot. Those things have been sealed by the court. Now, from there, there was a Q&A with the reporters uh, assembled and you know, there, there's always the, I can't answer that, I can't answer that, I can't answer that. You can't even get angry with people for asking the questions because, man, there are a lot of questions. But I was very happy to hear the, the prosecutor remind people, innocent until proven guilty, that's not me taking sides, that's me remembering who we are, which I, I, I think is, is so very, very important. Who we are is very important. We are the society of innocent until proven guilty. 150%. But I think a lot of people feeling a lot of... I I think it's a sense of relief on, on this. Feeling a sense of relief 
that there has that there's been an arrest considering everything that's been around this case. We're going to discuss more of this uh, with the WIBC newsroom in just a little bit. Uh, some of their thoughts as they've been following this story, some of the questions that we don't have uh, answers uh, to, and uh, from the preliminary, what was it that led to this arrest, and where do we think this case is going? We will get to all that in just a little bit. Keep it right here, guys. I'm Tony Katz. Dow is down 51. The NASDAQ is down 76. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833. Got Tony. 833-468-8669. I'm going to get into more on uh, elections a little bit later in, in the show. But I've seen a lot of people touting this. Democrats hold slim leads over Republicans in Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona. Okay. They're talking about the New York Times-Siena poll. Yeah, it's not the only poll. Never believe just one poll. What are you out of here? Out of your mind? Let's take a look at that Georgia race. Senate, Herschel Walker and and uh, Raphael Warnock, the incumbent. Yes, uh, the New York Times-Siena poll has it 49-46 for Raphael Warnock. Has him leading... By three points. This is absolutely true. Now, this poll, if I if I have it right, is the same one that's right there, made available by Real Clear Politics. And it has 604 likely voters with a margin of error of 4.4%. So it's a margin of error of 4.4, which I would consider way too high, of 604 likely voters, which I would consider not enough. And it doesn't have Warnock outside of the margin of error, and I'm supposed to be concerned? I'm supposed to take it seriously. Okay. The Fox 5 insider, insider Advantage poll, which was taken the same weekend, or actually part of the same weekend, because the New York Times poll was October 24th to 27th, and the Fox 5 Insider Advantage poll was only on October 27th. 550 likely voters, not 604, 4.2% margin of error as opposed to 4.4. The New York Times said Warnock plus three. Fox 5 Insider Advantage says Walker plus three. Why? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? Why would you put out a story that says Warnock has a lead when... No. At least you can argue it's a dead heat and real clear politics might be correct. This thing, this race, might very well go to a runoff. Oh, God! Yes, I can make that up if I wanted to might go to a runoff. OMG. Are you kidding me right now? I I, I, I can't. I, I I can't kid you on something that I believe uh, to be to be accurate. No one may get fifty percent therefore runoff. I hate Illinois Nazis. I'm not quite sure what that has to do with it, but thank you so much. But they're going to sit here and squawk about how Warnock is in the lead? That's odd, man. 
That is super odd. You want to talk about Mark Kelly being in the lead, a six-point lead over Blake Masters? Okay. You can tell me that uh, you've got a six-point lead over Blake Masters in the Arizona Senate race. The uh, Predictive Insights poll says Kelly plus two. Well, Tony, what's the difference between the polls? Oh, I'm I'm happy to tell you. The New York Times poll had 604 likely voters and a margin of error of 4.4%. The Predictive Insights poll has 600 likely voters and a margin of error of 4%. So if I were to decide I'm going to pick and choose here, the New York Times Siena poll is the outlier compared to every other poll since mid-October. Remember, they've been polling there quite a bit. The Daily Wire Trafalgar poll, which has over 1,000 likely voters in the poll and a margin of error of 2.9, has Kelly plus one. Data for Progress, which is Democrat-leaning, 893 likely voters, margin of error of three, had it as a tie. But people are just going to talk about the New York Times-Siena poll. My point in this, I wasn't going to get into this right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through it again in, in, in a little bit. People can spin what they want, as they want, how they want, all the ways they want. I can't tell you. Do I believe anyone, Paul? Absolutely not. Do I believe the idea of the shy right voter, which Trafalgar had stated as the submerged Trump voter, is legit. People on the political right don't respond to polls. I do believe it. I do believe that to be true. And therefore, I think these polls do not show the correct number of people who are going to go politically right this year out of disgust for political left, not because they have a love for political right. I keep trying to make that point, everybody. People want to cheer what they want to cheer. Okay. I don't think we should just take a look at one poll. I think we should take a look at the amalgam. I think that's always what's more important. What do we take from the press conference about the arrest in the Delphi murders? We've got Chris Davis and John Herrick from the WIBC Newsroom to discuss. Keep it here. A zebra doesn't change its stripes. Is that the expression? Something about zebras and and, and stripes. Well, I, I wouldn't expect uh, people who are ideologically incompatible with a free society to change uh, their stripes. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, what is going on? Halloween, my dear people. I'm going to eat so much candy. No, no, not, not my kids' stuff. No, no, the stuff that we give to other kids. Especially because it's still raining a little bit. And I'm like, oh, you know, you know, that means that you bought all this candy for nothing now. They're not going to come out. Everyone's going to be like, you know, what? we've got candy in the house and, and that's good enough. Just just eat this. Happy Halloween, everybody. I don't know. We'll keep raining. Beats me. Uh, the, the, the point I make is not that I will eat much candy, which was very expensive this year. It's that the squad 
wants you to know that all of those more expensive things like the candy, that's not the fault of Democratic policies. The issue of inflation is not related to Democrats or Biden's fault. It's a problem at the core of our economic system that's been there for a very long time. Price gouging is out of control. Corporations are making record profits, and we have to hold them accountable. Capitalism is the problem. Profits are the problem. And you could be like, all right, that's just Jamal Bowman. Right, Democrat member of the squad, Democrat from New York. It's not like everybody's saying the same thing. Our inflation is not going up due to government policies. Inflation is going up due to Wall Street decisions. Okay, it's not just Jamal, but it's just Jamal Bowman. It's just Representative Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, it's it's not like it's it's everybody else. Elizabeth Warren goes to Twitter and says, you know what? Corporations are terrible. They pad their profits at the expense of working families. Democrats are fighting inflation by making corporations pay a 15% minimum tax on their billions in profits. Every Republican in Congress voted no. Yes, which is a good reason to vote for Republicans. But you think you fight inflation by charging a 15% minimum tax on corporations? Do you know how hateful she is? She's a remarkably hateful person, and we should argue a fool. She doesn't understand thing one about economics. All taxes are punitive. And the taxes don't get paid by the corporation, you remarkable dope. I'm sorry, is that, is that rude? Is that mean? I, I, I guess maybe, maybe I shouldn't get into that name calling. Oh, Tony, you're the reason everything's terrible. Huh. The tax gets passed on to you, me, and we in terms of higher prices. So how does increasing taxes actually fight inflation? It is a question that I would love to see her attempt desperately to answer. She's the problem. We already saw the Democratic Party say, hey, look, here's uh, in the Inflation Reduction Act. Hey, you know, that doesn't reduce inflation. Oh, yeah, we know. But we just call it that anyway. That's how we got Joe Manchin to vote for it. He really fell flat. Oh, yeah, it turns out Joe Manchin might be dopier than Elizabeth Warren. Hey, isn't that the kind of talk that leads to violence? Oh, I'm not so sure anymore. It happens to be factual. Nobody looked at the name Inflation Reduction Act and said, oh, that's what it does. He voted for it because he wanted a reason to vote for more spending and higher taxes. And he needed a way out of his own theories and philosophies that he'd been selling to America about why he was opposed to it. I mean, that is that is what happened. I love hearing them now discuss, well, we didn't say it would change inflation or fix inflation in a day. It'll still take two to three years. Yeah, that's what it was going to take anyway. We didn't need the spending that exacerbates the issue. This is the stuff that the political left is yet to comprehend. They are so remarkably out of touch with the voters. Completely and totally out of touch with the voters. With the people. It's, it is, it is something else. 
that they want to keep pushing, you know, these people are just making too much money. You know who's not making too much money? The people. And they want to. They don't want to be limited by their government. They want government to create the conditions by which they can thrive. The progressives don't see it like that. You can't thrive unless the other person is suffering. And since the other person always has to suffer and sometimes you're the other person, you do too. Their theories are incompatible with a decent society. And that's what the American people have figured out. I've got more. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today.